Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Ethicast. I'm your host, Bill Coffin, and with me today is Ethisphere CEO, Erica Salmon-Byrne, who will share with us her top reasons to attend the Global Ethics Summit in Atlanta, Georgia, this April 17th through 19th. Erica, thanks so much for joining us. Bill, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to have this conversation. And also, this is our inaugural LinkedIn Live of the Ethicast. And so hopefully hopefully it's working. <laughs> indeed, indeed. To everyone out there on LinkedIn, it's good to see you. Now, before we get started, I have a special note. At the end of this episode, we will be sharing a special Ethicast discount code that can save you 15% on your in-person and virtual registration. So please stick around for it. Now, with that, on to the questions. Erica. The Global Ethics Summit will be hybrid this year. What does that mean? And why does it matter to both first time and repeat attendees? Yeah, so uh, the team was um, was ready to kill me uh, when I committed to this uh, this time last year, Bill. But you know, during the course of the pandemic, we moved the Global Ethics Summit to be virtual only, like many conferences did. One of the advantages of that for a lot of our community was they were able to send far more people to attend the Global Ethics Summit than they would have been able to when we had it in person, historically speaking, in New York City. And so, you know, last year when we closed out the second virtual, fully virtual Global Ethics Summit, we had, you know, almost 3,000 people who had been participating in the summit activities on the platform. And the feedback we got from the community was, we're, we're delighted to go back in person, hopefully next spring, but please keep an element of this that is virtual so that I can continue to send my, my whole team, people who might not otherwise have the ability to get on a plane. Well, fast forward, we're living in, you know, continue to live in interesting times, as my Irish Nana would uh, would curse us to, to do. Um, and we have a lot of people who can't get on planes, right? Because budgets are cut, travel is cut, you know, they're, 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 that continues to be a challenge. And so the great news about the hybrid GES is we have deliberately designed this experience to try to make sure that we don't leave the people who are online getting a second class version of the conference, right? We've all been in those meetings or attending those events where the people in the room are having a really interesting conversation and we get like every fourth word and we feel like, you know, second class citizens hidden in the closet, you know, just watching what was happening in the room. So uh, for the folks who are virtual, you will, ha you will have um, live main stage uh, streaming. So anything that's happening on the main stage, um, whether you're in person or online, you'll be getting the same content from a main stage perspective. And then at each of the breakout sessions, you will have the opportunity to choose between listening in on a uh, live stream of the breakout session that's happening on main stage. So whatever's happening in the main room at all times will be an option or attending virtual only special sessions just for those of you who are attending the, the program virtually. So um, really trying to keep in mind the fact, you know, the equity of having experiences that keep everybody uh, engaged and, and give everybody that opportunity to connect. And I'm, I'm really proud of the team for all the work that they put into that. Indeed. Now we've seen the phrase, welcome to the ethics economy attached to this event quite a bit. So what does that mean? What is the ethics economy? And how are we going to learn more about it at this year's Global Ethics Summit? Yeah, so the ethics economy bill is our phrasing that we are using to describe this particular moment that we are all in right now, which is a combination of transparency, accountability, and this idea that good ethics is good business. Um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a way of kind of encapsulating, it's a bit of stakeholder capitalism, it's a little bit of ESG, but it's really this, this baseline concept 
that companies that think about all of their stakeholders and take those stakeholder uh, opinions into consideration are the ones that are going to sustain for the long term. And that's what Ethisphere has been about for the last 17 years. Um, so it's really just kind of our way of uh, putting a phrase around the uh, general vibe that has always existed at the Global Ethics Summit. It's a community of like-minded people who are coming together, whether virtually or in person, to discuss this baseline concept that doing business the right way is the right thing for business. Indeed. Now, anybody who's been to the Global Ethics Summit before knows that you're pretty visible throughout the entire the entire time. You're here, you're there, you're everywhere. Yep. So I guess my big question to you is that I understand that you'll be speaking on a particular session, or I guess you'll be moderating a session entitled yep. Avoiding ESG Potholes the CLL view on aligning with the board, delivering on commitments and evolving governance. Uh, it's a great title. And I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit more about that session and more importantly, why should everybody attend it? Yeah, so it's gonna be a terrific session. I have three incredible panel mates um, that are all coming to this particular topic from diverse industries, from diverse perspectives. You know, um, we've got a little bit of financial services, we've got some manufacturing and consumer goods, right? So, so you know, definitely coming at all of this from the from a, 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 a different industry focus, but really, you know, three very thoughtful CLOs who are working their way through the, the balancing act that we all have to do between the different stakeholder groups that I just mentioned. Um, and, and I think the thing that I'm excited about from a conversation perspective is to really get into that balancing act and what does that balancing act look like, right? So, I mean, even today, you know, just a few minutes ago, there's a, a, a letter that's gone out to a lot of large American organizations from a group of 27 sen or from a group of senators asking these companies to confirm that they are complying with child labor laws, right? And that is a follow on to that New York Times expose piece around the use of child labor in certain uh, industry sectors. That's an ESG issue, right? Um, you know, the, thinking about whether or not you are, uh, how you're thinking about you all, you know, balancing that particular stakeholder group. So really thinking through all of those varying pieces and what that balancing act looks like and how do you prepare your company and your board to make sure that you're doing it effectively. It's gonna be a great conversation. And, uh, and I really hope everybody listening in will tune in for it because um, as I said, it's, you know, we've got multiple industry perspectives, yeah. uh, you know, kind of looking at all of these issues together. Uh, and I'm particularly excited about it. Um, it it's, it's just one of, again, everybody who has been to the GES uh, has heard me say this every single year and every single year, I swear <laughs> to God, it's true. This agenda is the best agenda that the Ethisphere team has put together for a global ethics summit. And I said that last year and it was true last year and the year before that, and it was true the year before that, but somehow this team just keeps upping the game when it comes to the diversity of the, the topics we're covering, the diversity of the uh, organizations that are represented at the Global Ethics Summit. It's really, really just remarkable. Well, I can't wait to check out your session, but it is just one of a number of sessions. And I have to mm -hmm. say, over the course of three days, there's an awful lot going on at the summit. Yeah. So uh, it could be a little overwhelming. And mm -hmm. at some point, there's no way you can see it all the first time through. So I guess my question to you is, do you have any advice for first-time attendees who want to make the most out of their Global Ethics Summit experience? couple of pieces of advice. One, don't try to see it all because we're videotaping it all and it will be available to you on demand. So do not feel like you're going to need to run around from session to session to session. That was actually one of the things when we were doing it virtually that people really appreciated because they could send their colleagues to different sessions and then compare notes after and then watch a session that somebody said, oh my God, I can't believe you missed, you know, this, that, or the other thing. So don't try, right? Don't try to, don't try to see everything. Um, because we are absolutely going to be recording everything and you'll be able to watch it after the fact. 
Um, follow Bill and our, our colleague, RT Maharaj on Ethicast because they're gonna be doing all sorts of fun summaries um, and behind the scenes pieces and that sort of thing. Um, meet somebody new, right? Whether it's the online platform or if you're able to be there in person, Take the time to meet somebody new. Stop a member of the Ethosphere team and introduce yourself. There are going to be a whole bunch of us that are there in person in Atlanta, um, really engaging with the community for the first time in a couple of years. And we're all very, very excited to meet new people and see old friends. Um, but that's going to be the case on the platform as well. We're going to have Ethosphere folks who are engaged on the platform. If you attended virtually last year, you know there was tremendous engagement in the chat. Please take advantage of that opportunity. This is a community of people who are incredibly excited to share what they're doing and to learn from others. So don't be shy, um, you know, dive right in. I, I think you will find that, you know, in the words of, of one of my favorite people in the space, David Howard, the old uh, general, the uh, former general counsel of um, Microsoft uh, or uh, compliance head at Microsoft, he would like to say that there's no competition in compliance. And I think you will absolutely find that that is the case um, at the Global Ethics Summit in particular. So you've already talked about just a bunch of really compelling reasons to go, but I have to ask, what aspect of this year's Global Ethics Summit are you personally looking forward to the most and why? Yeah, so I've got three panels for you, Bill, um, that I am particularly excited about. Two of them for our Bella members out there. If you guys haven't registered for Bella Day yet, um, that is the specific first day of GES that is set aside for our Bella members. We have fantastic content that's going to be happening on that day, um, including a panel from my friend Ali Cole at the Purple Campaign on preventing discrimination and harassment inside of your organizations. We've got an incredible speaker uh, coming in to talk about um, building inclusive environments for you know and, and training your managers to build speak up cultures. So uh, particularly excited about that. But then it's the last panel of the day that um, on on the last day of the summit that I'm actually most excited about. And so that panel is going to be uh, Matthew Axelrod from the Commerce Department. Um, he's the Assistant Secretary for Export Enforcement. Those of you who have been watching the Department of Justice's remarks um, might have noticed that there's been a lot of talk about sanctions um, and sanctions being the new, the new FCPA. So um, Matthew's gonna come and uh, join a panel and talk a little bit about what's going on at Commerce. And he's gonna be joined by Glenn Leon. Uh, former Bella member, of course, when he was at HP, he's now the chief of the fraud section of the U.S. Department of Justice. And that panel is going to be moderated by my incredible colleague, Leslie Benton, um, who has a you know phenomenal uh, background on anti-corruption and is also just a wonderful speaker and a wonderful colleague. So do not miss the closing panel of the Global Ethics Summit. Um, come in here, Leslie and uh, Matthew and Glenn, talk about what the new enforcement efforts and enforcement environment means for compliance programs. Oh, it sounds awesome. I can't wait to see it. Well, look, Erica, thank you so much for sharing your insights with us today. Uh, and we really look forward to seeing you in a couple weeks time in Atlanta. Yeah, I'm super excited. And I hope everybody listening in, if you haven't made your plans yet, don't miss out. Well, to learn more about the Global Ethics Summit and to, to more importantly, to register online, please visit www.globalethicsummit.com. Here's that special code I was talking about. Use the discount code ETHICAST. That's all caps, E-T-H-I-C-A-S-T, that's Ethicast, to save 15% at registration. This code applies to your in-person registration as well as to virtual registrations. So once again, use the code Ethicast and save 15% on your registration today. I'm Bill Coffin, and this has been the Ethicast. For more episodes, please visit the Ethisphere Resource Center at ethisphere.com slash resources. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you next time.
That was fun.